When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to United Public Radio Network, also known as UFO Paranormal Radio Network, on 105.3 out of New Orleans, Louisiana, as well as streaming to practically every country in the world here. I'm your host, one of them, Laura Lee Potvin, and my wonderful co-host, David Hansall. Let him talk in just a sec, but I want to welcome you all here. Um, we are both psychic mediums, have both been near-death experiencers, and uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some interesting things today. One thing I do want to throw in there, though, stay tuned, because as we do, this is our new thing we're doing, the unpredictable, predictable reading. So sometime during this two-hour period, we will be picking a live person to do a reading for. Also, if you're listening and you want to participate in the communication here, please head over to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, either the page on Facebook or the YouTube channel. We'll see your comments because we love when you guys ask questions and make you guys part of the show. Hey, Jane, I know that Carrie's there. Hey, Dave, go ahead. I'll quit yapping. Tell people all about you or what you want to say. I'm Dave. I'm I'm Dave. Ta-da! I'm known as a spiritual medium, I guess, which is just, you know, they're all just labels we have. I I like to connect to spirit and uh, to let you guys know, me and Laura Laura Lee both, I know me before I come on, I connect. So that way uh, they can help answer, they can help me answer questions because sometimes I'm stupid and they're smart. Um, <laughs> so Should they we will tell them the funny story. story that happened? Because we had tell them. Oh, story. yeah, you guys. Yeah, I, yeah. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Uh, okay, so Dave calls me and I'm going, Dave, Dave, can I call you back? I'm just posting the banner everywhere. He didn't get the message and he called me back, which was good. Except we had a really bad connection. And this is getting into the topic we're going to be talking about today. This is how connected Dave and I are. So I animate the banner, first of all, and I realized it had premiere last week because that was our first show. So to redo it, right? This is our second show. I'm redoing it going, what am I going to put in the middle? Hmm, I think I'll stick some aliens. Anyways, Dave calls me with this bad connection because I have this idea. We were muddling around some ideas last night, right? Because there's so much to talk about. And he says, what I think I hear him say is, I have these goats around me. And I'm thinking, hmm, where's he going to go with goats? So he's talking, (laughs) and this is getting stranger and stranger till I realize he is talking about ghosts <laughs> right, yes. Dave? <laughs> yes we thought i was talking about goats like we're gonna go yeah. goat hunting <laughs> see if well, we I can go to that old dilapidated house and find some goats <laughs> no but i told you what i kind of thought because i know that they do use goats to symbolize sort of darker type magic and the darker side of the paranormal and stuff and i thought hmm Where's Dave going with this? And meanwhile, he was talking about ghosts. 
And this is why we're on the same page, because you can share the question you got on TikTok, because Dave has a big TikTok channel, by the way. So make sure you check that out, because he answers questions that people spend it, uh, send in, right, Dave, that if you can yeah. answer it and conjecture with. Or could yeah, you on my, yeah, on my TikTok, if you ever find me on there, you literally just go in the comment section and ask a question. And at some point, I'll probably answer it with a TikTok. That's just what I do. And I don't answer unless you ask the question. That's how it works for me. Um, I did have a lot of strange, I get a lot of strange questions on TikTok. And sometimes I, I can't answer them because you can't do it in three minutes. It's, it's yeah, but the question that. you got that you oh, brought up was, that yes, I'm not concerned with goats. Yeah, oh, with, uh, with goats? I thought it was goats, but it was ghosts. ghosts. Remember? Yeah. 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 And then somebody was asking me about ghosts and um, it was, the question had to do something about, uh, this was a while back, uh, about uh, aliens. Do aliens? Why don't we see alien goats? Go, goats. Yeah, now goats. I got goats on the brain. Goats. ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there alien goats? Um, and that, so I had started for a couple of days now, I, I've been asking the question over and over, you know, of course, in my head, and I've been mulling with it. And I was trying to go back to what do I possibly know about this? And I was doing a meditation. And when I had asked, what about the alien ghosts? And they said, you already see them. And I thought, well, okay, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but Me then spirit. it did it start. And, yeah. It's spirit. It wasn't what it is as far. So the question would be, do aliens have ghosts and do they have people who don't cross all the way over? And if they don't, can we see them from our side? And I have my theory. I guess we could discuss it. Um, I'll start and then you go ahead and jump in anytime, Laura Lee. I have a story so, to share that goes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even tell you. I'm going to tell you on the show. I think I might have okay. mentioned it on my other show. I forgot to mention, I should add that quickly. I'm the host of the Angel Rock on Monday nights. This story actually concerns my guest that's going to be on on Monday night, Katrina Cooper. But go ahead, Dave. Start off there. Oh, and yeah. I'll, oh, yeah. Because that's more, that's more funniness within that one, too. Um, <laughs> but uh, from when I went through and, and I have... I, I wholeheartedly believe in ETs, of course. I mean, you'd have to, for for someone like us, it'd have to be stupid because we're just not too. Am I bunched out here? Um, there we go. You can see me again. So th they they are here. But the thing is, the re I asked, do aliens have paranormal like we do? And the thing I got from a large part of them do not. Here's the reason why. When we talk about ETs being uh, intelligent, it's not intelligence just like, uh, you know, thoughts, words, and, you know, science and all that. They're spiritually intelligent. So they they come into their existences with the the unseen already there. So I know that in one world I talked to a long time ago, you can, like on their world, as I looked around, you've seen things that looked like spirits walking around. And basically they were inhabited. They were also on that planet, but they don't fully come into physicality. They stay between both worlds. They don't call them ghosts though. But, and a lot of times I think here, some of the ghosts that we see or some of the things that we see are extraterrestrial in nature. I don't That's think where that I'm gonna jump all. in. 
I'm going to yeah, jump go in ahead. and finish your gun there, but go ahead, finish your thought, Dave. No, Sorry. that's, that's, that's where I would, yeah, no, that's fine. Because with their extraterrestrial nature, and I think a lot of us confuse that for uh, some of the negative things that are seen on paranormal investigations, because not every paranormal investigation has negative things. I mean, a lot of them do. I've saw them and, you know, but, but not always, but sometimes they're put off as demons or scary things. And that's not what it was. It was something totally yeah, but that's different. a different now, show because demons yeah. aren't that common. No, yeah. I'm going to start off why I have something to add with this with Katrina Cooper. But the thing is, I'll start with the dream I had many years ago, this in entity that was negative from our previously haunted house. I've mentioned it. I'll throw it in here again. Uh, we're on Paranormal Survivor on the Travel Channel season four, episode nine. It's called Demonic Hauntings. This thing told me its name, spelt it for me, gave me its animal name. But the thing is, I couldn't find anything on it till about 10 years later. Everything I've been told in the dream was sitting on a page right in front of me for something I was doing research for somebody else. Okay, I'm still not convinced that necessarily this thing was necessarily demonic. But many years ago, while I was still living in the house, and I wasn't quite aware of my gifts that I am now, and I was looking for answers. And um, Katrina was doing some readings, as she does, and I booked a reading with her. It was before Christmas. I think it was about seven or eight years. It might even been more. And I know if you guys know who Katrina Cooper is, and I know some of the people in the chat will know her, she's pretty gifted. Just like I, I she's she can connect, she can see. Um, she gave me lottery numbers, kind of like I always say if Dave gave me lottery numbers, I, I would run out and buy the ticket. That doesn't happen with spirit again, that's a different show. But my yeah. point is she started talking about that she was hearing this very strange language. She described it something like you would hear off of Star Trek. And she said it sounded like this clicking. And she said she really she said she wished I could hear it. And I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of weird. I've never heard her mention stuff like this. And then she proceeded, I saw the recording. She proceeded to tell me that there was something alien like this was E.T., an alien, and buried beneath my property, she said over 10,000 years ago, there was some kind of crystal. Now, um, I'm really shortening. There was much more information. But my point is, I thanked her very much. I was very grateful to have had the reading. But I literally got off the phone and went, is that girl gone and lost her damn mind? Like, I've never heard her talk about this kind of stuff. And then I stopped. And I know it was spirit. I didn't know it at the time was saying, think about this. You know, you know, like nobody's a hundred percent infallible with readings. We always say, Dave and I, if someone tells you that run, cause we're human. We make mistakes too. But I thought, Hmm, maybe there's something more to this. And this is when I started really looking into ET and alien. So was this ET? I don't know. And she wasn't the only one that picked up something like this around what was in our house. Now we just didn't have one entity. We had four main ones, many passerbys. We had all kind of, I'm writing the book. The book is going to get written this year. That's one of my goals this year to get it done, get it written. So was it ET? Cause I'm going to add very quickly, Dave, I have a missing time story that happened literally. Blame all right, I got a lot of those. 
over an hour late. No, I think it was, yeah, it was an hour and a half later, 40 miles from my house in the opposite direction. And I have no idea what happened. And you do too. Go ahead, Dave, share this. So it, why is this happening? Like, and are they ghosts? Because I have a theory about this as well, but I want you to share what you Yeah, well, I think, you know, there was, there was this little dude that I used to talk to. It was about uh, two years out of the coma and the aliens are coming back and i hate to say it like you guys know i don't have to explain it but anyway i don't like to call them aliens they were just other beings or ets but there's this little dude that started sitting on my bed and i swear if i didn't know if i hadn't have asked for that one to come in i would have swore it was some kind of weird looking elemental ghost or something like that it was really quite odd looking but um he did not appear so solid to me like the other ones i saw when i was younger I, they were solid they were here they were physical on this earth standing right in front of me this one was kind of uh what's the word looking for he looked very etheric very okay. etheric and i think and i think if you're getting at this sometimes some of the noises in our house some of the things in our houses or sometimes that's not always spirit um there's a it's hard to explain but i do know this the ones who come here interdimensionally which means they access our world through a portal not through flying through the air and getting you know, kind of like bigfoot accesses through a portal well that's a whole other show too <laughs> but there's uh they ex they come here through a portal so they can just show up they they don't have the physicality like we do and i think we can often mistake some of that for ghosts i, I can't tell you a hundred percent but i know that i have i've had stuff in my house before that made noises i'm like that is not a spirit and my guides usually if there's something in my house which is quite a bit um they always tell me usually hey you don't have to worry about that it's this that or i start to say hi and i start communication all the time i always start communication i don't care if they're good bad ugly whatever it is uh, it's like if you're in my house i need to know who the hell you are and why you're here um but i think that these aliens these ets the interdimensional ones do actually come into our world and i do think sometimes they are mistaken for ghosts i don't think they are trapped between worlds i think they're literally purposely visiting the worlds in the astral well, state yeah, well, some of the things we talked about, because I have a theory, too, and mm -hmm. to me, from some of the things I've learned, possibly connected with, you know, when you're meditating and we connect, yeah. like you say, with more sometimes etheric beings that aren't necessarily in spirit form, but some of the stuff I've received from, if you will, alien connecting through meditation is they always like to tell us that we're a young race. We're still learning. Yes. We're still evolving. We're still growing. But when we're connecting with these ETs, if we'll call them that for simplicity's sake, and they don't have to be etheric, um, but I believe they're much more evolved. I believe that when mm. they do incarnate, they have much 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 longer lifetimes than we do they remember right they remember if they've ever I, I i can't say i've ever run into an alien 
type species, say connecting with the other side. But then again, we don't have a body on the other side either, right? We're just who we are as a soul. Well, if you if you go, yeah, if you go to spirit form, yeah, if we go to spirit form, we're not in in the life at all. We're, we're so we, no, but what I'm saying spirit. is, we could have connected very well with. Uh, oh, ET yeah. on the other side because we have lived lifetimes ourselves as human beings in other lifetimes and past lives and and probably in future lives on other planets so what i'm saying is though, we they're much more evolved i feel they're i know that they find the violence that we create and the lower vibrational emotions and actions and stuff very very confusing because again not every Every ET is is benevolent, I believe. But what I'm saying on the whole, you know, they seem to be much more evolved and longer lifetimes. So I don't think they're quite at the same. I'm trying to say this politically correctly, but we're, they're not at the same level as we are. I believe they're much more evolved and like uh, said, spiritually, yeah, emotionally, more. intellectually evolved. Yeah, there's there are some places that are less evolved than ours, but they don't contain. Oh um, yeah, they don't they don't contain. Uh, like human-y type things. I wanted to explain something and I'm just going to use these cards because um, this was interesting, you guys. And, and then, Laura Lee, I want you to comment on this too. This, um, this, I cannot sit here and pretend that this, that I know to this to be 100% true, but this is what I was shown and what I understand from it. So maybe it's a little different. If anybody out here knows this theory, let me know because you might already know this one. So let's just say these are three planets. Okay. All right. One's uh, in, well, it's just called Mars, Jupiter, and Earth. Okay. Earth, people who leave here, have their own spiritual place they go to when they first leave. And so does this one, and so does this one. But then there's something that I refer to as the point of no return. It doesn't, it's not a bad thing. I just call it that once you leave that second place you're in and go to the, you know, move on, so are these guys and these guys. So we're in the same spiritual community with other races. That I believe is why and how we can transfer from here and live on another planet as well um, as like, let's call it reptilian. Okay. So let's just say that I'm here, but I go over to the etheric world or what we refer to as heaven and all that, but I, that's boring to me because I don't need that. I'm past that. And so I move on and level up from there where it's not even a world like this anymore. It's more crazy, beautiful sky and everything else. I might get a chance to reincarnate again on a reptilian planet maybe because maybe the lesson that i want to learn or the knowledge that i want to gain i can't find it on earth so i will go into that and have that experience and then i also have the experience of going to their uh spiritual realm as well just like ours instead of they might not have a heaven theirs might not be set up like heaven and a lot of people heaven is a world that looks a lot like ours so I'm wondering, that's how it was explained to me. It's not quite that cut and dry, but it's really quite interesting and something to think about. What do you think, Laura Lee? I've got a lot of thoughts going through my head. So first of all, when I feel into that, I feel like there is no separatism. And just let's just put this out there. This is just food for thought. We want to hear your thoughts too, everybody well, out that's there. Not, yeah, that, that big spot that we because, go to, there is no separatism. Again, as I as I've 
feel into it, though, I keep thinking, well, think of the multi-dimensions and timelines and everything that are available, like mm -hmm. time is an earth-made concept. But to me, from when I, you know, connecting with my guys and angels, there is no separatism. And it is what we believe what it is and what, we, let's put it this way. And I believe Spirit gave me this. What we perceive can become what we believe and then it becomes our reality because we're man yes. manifestors. And none of us are going to know the answer, I always say, until we transition back home. I have heard that field of thought that you've talked about. Could it be true? It could be. But when I feel into it, and because then we start getting into it, it seems to keep reminding me of, um, God, why can I not think of his name? I, I can see him. Thor, sorry, it took me a second. My brain, I haven't had much sleep today yeah. and name recalls <clears throat> today. I even have a book and pen beside if I think of something to jot it down. Because <laughs> they've got the multiple layers of heavens and, and things that you yeah. can go to. So yeah. could it be that? Yes. But when I feel into this and I feel, you know, whatever you want to call it, I call it the creator, source, God created all of us, right? And I just feel like there's no separatism, right? I, it's, I well, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Because I don't feel it as a separatism. I feel it as a transition uh, more. Because even like I say, even in near death, the people I was asking what was heaven like, I was like, well, I can tell you what all that little bit I saw. Because even in the near death, I was still physically, I was still attached to my body by the silver cord. That mm -hmm. silver cord was not cut. That silver cord was not cut in any near death. If it was cut, they wouldn't be coming back. It wouldn't be here. So mm -hmm. I always tell people, I don't know. I don't remember everything that lies beyond what I saw. Mm -hmm. I don't. Well, you still had one foot on the earth. They plain to speak metaphorically, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but the only thing I feel the most is that we have a transition area, just kind of like, oh, like, um, I kind of think of it maybe easier as, you know, the astral plane, you know, like when, yeah. you know, like if you astral travel or you lucid dream and stuff like that, you go into that astral realm, that astral realm is an in-between state that we're hitting. So I think it's not as much like we're separated. I think we just go to in-between states kind of to um, assimilate to remember, to get back in the groove. It's kind of like if- I would if, agree if with that. Were, I'm thinking about thinking, yeah. yes, I would agree with that. Definitely. Yeah, because if we were if we were underwater and we swam to the surface too fast, what's going to happen? We get the bends and all this bad bends. stuff happen. So we have to slowly decompress as we go up. I think that's the only separatism there is. Um, I, I, I agree with you. There really isn't separatism because I know that there's no hierarchy. There is levels of knowledge and consciousness. Well, I agree but, with that. Yes. But, yeah. Yes. But, but, but there's no one spirit who's up there going, I'm better than you because I did this and I did that. Nobody would ever say oh, that. Oh, good. And I hope, I hope you didn't think I meant that, David. I didn't no, mean no. That. I misunderstood you, but it sort of sounded like if we were reptilian, we would go here afterwards, or if we were. Oh no, I don't mean it like that. If, if I hated to use reptilian because they get such a bad rap, but I mean, if whether you're a reptilian or Anunnaki or anything else, we all eventually meet up into the same space. Awesome, I agree. Yeah, but then you know, and we don't have. Well, we should have Joe in here one day. Uh, Montaldo owns a network because. Um, and it's the theory of whether you believe it or not. And you look into yeah. it, like, 
I'm the more I feel into this and the more research I do and the more people I talk to, I truly believe that we have been at the point we are now and possibly a little bit further evolved when it comes to technology, it comes to whatever. And I, I almost feel like we just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over, if oh, you yeah. will. And, and until we kind of carry forward that knowledge in some way that it's not changed possibly by whomever chooses to record it. Right. Because how do you learn from your mistakes if you don't know the mistakes that have been created before? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I agree with that. So I was I, listening to, theory, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Theory out there. And at first I thought it was crazy, but I try and keep an open mind. And it seems to make some sense to me is because when you look at and the further you go into it about the way the pyramids were built and everything else that's out there right and then you hear the theory of you know races like the anunnaki were here and i've mentioned to you paul anthony wallace i've had him on my other show previously and he gets into this a little bit and we've had some really intriguing discussions about that where we created um I don't want to say created because that kind of negates the fact that we we come from where we both we've talked about God and back home as I call it. But for whatever reason, he part of Paul's theory was, and this does it gets a bit complicated, but it gets into the aliens that we're talking about. Is that was there possibly a version of a human being that was a human being 1.0? Okay, and maybe we were created with too many of those gifts. So this is his theory. I'm just putting it out there and I'm really oversimplifying it. But because people understood, like we don't want to serve somebody else, we can do all these things for ourselves. We Why would we serve you when we can do this for ourselves and have many of the gifts, like being, you know, many of the things that we've forgotten in this version of ourselves. And what made me really resonate with what he was saying was he said, what if it was like kind of like a light switch, human being 2.0, if you go with that theory that that's why we're here because of the Anunnaki, okay? And I'm not saying the Anunnaki are bad or good or the reptilians, that's too. Apparently we have a reptilian part of our brain. That's another show probably. Yeah, but that's my point, show. What he brought up and why it resonated with me, and I never forgot about this. He said, because think about this, and this does happen. People go into a coma or they get hit over the head, right? And they wake up and all of a sudden they're able to speak a language they never spoke before. They're able to play piano. They're able to do all kinds of things. They didn't have a near-death experience. They just maybe had a really big, knocked to the head and he said what if that was the point that it was always there but it's been suppressed within our brains but because of that knock to the head it turned that light switch back on and now yeah, i think so i don't know so many questions no, i have I, I wanted to have the show and have these kind of discussions yeah with you and, I, I i think that um and you guys if you want to chime in who's ever watching or listening or what have you you know i have to tell you this uh, do you know who Bashar is or Bashar? What's his name? Yeah. Or is he's like a channeler, um, which is a whole nother thing about aliens and channeling and ghosts. Um, but um, I don't subscribe to a lot of channelers. I watch them, you know, but I, I'm like everybody else. I am the most skeptical medium psychic there ever was. That's how yeah. I am. Um, and, but he said something one time that I knew and, and he's, and I could never explain it. And the way he said it, I'm like, 
that was freaking genius. Um, mm -hmm. But it is a lot of people when they ask like why we're here, it's aliens that are, are in their places for a different reason than we are. We're different. We're here to learn about ourselves and see ourselves from a different point of view. So that's why we come here. We forget everything and then we have to remember who we are and then we see it from a different point of view. I'm seeing who I am over there as David right now, where maybe um, 500 years ago, I seen them, you know, Larry, you know, or Christina, you know, in a castle. I knew that self is a different perspective. I don't believe that ETs really do that as much because they already know their perspectives because they are so advanced and they're not just advanced as far as intelligence. They are advanced spiritually and we could be too. But even if they were to take on an incarnation as one of us, they would also, how do I say it? They would probably be a bit dumbed down. And they would as and as they remind as they remembered themselves, you'd probably see throughout their lives. It's like, hey, when that kid was a silly little kid when he was a kid, but all of a sudden he's fifty years old now, and he's like, he knows everything mathematical and all that. That's because that person started to remember themselves. And if they are to come here as a human, or to do something as a human, they would be doing it not to learn stuff like we are, but they would be doing it to progress the world. And the easiest way for them to progress the world is to infiltrate the world and not in a bad way infiltrate. I mean, go, hey, I'm going to go in as one of you and help it go along. That's why that's they're like that's what light workers are, I think, half the time when people coin the phrase light workers. And I hate the word light worker nowadays, and I hate that I hate that word, but it's true. The people I'm that not are here crazy to bring light. Yeah, too many people it. ruined that. Too many people ruined it. But a light work is basically uh, all it is. It's like shadow work for the earth. You're basically bringing everything dark to the surface where there's light. That's what a light worker does. We raise vibration. We do this stuff. We, we're not always happy people. We can be mean, nasty people, but we know how to raise the vibration of others. And that's what we do and raise the vibration of earth. You care about it. Um, I forgot I what's going on. Yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you. Okay, so while you're talking, I wrote this down. So if we believe, which I do, I've seen some interesting video on this. Now, again, could it have been fake from way back when? Possibly. But so say we believe that aliens have crashed on Earth here. Mm -hmm. in, in ships. We've seen it. We've heard it. I've seen video of it. Um, right back even to Roswell. Okay. Um, my whole point is, and I've seen some pretty interesting videos and interviews on this stuff. So those aliens passed away, right? From what we could see, they were no longer living. The body started to deteriorate, what have you. So what happens? What if we have more aliens that are here that actually maybe cross or pass and end up in spirit form here? Oh, I wholeheartedly um, believe they're here already. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so we agree on that, yeah. but the ones that pass away in this realm, for example, because um, say they forget who they are, like maybe they have a head injury, you should remember who you are in spirit. I agree, yeah. But where I'm going with this, like maybe what if what if they're trapped here? Maybe, maybe that is some of what we're seeing. I'm just oh, putting it like, out there. Oh, could they get trapped in the karmic wheel? You mean have to keep coming back like that? Yeah, like here and not be able to leave. And this could be some of the things we're. This is we're going back to our original question now. Um, you know, 
are could aliens? I, you know what? Not, I don't see why it's not Hi, a Debbie. possibility. I can't explain yeah. it. But I don't see why it's not. Hi, Debbie. I don't. I don't understand. I. I can't say that it's not, and I can't say that it is. But I. I, know I, I have your questions that go through my mind, and as you were talking, yeah. I'm going. What if that actually happened? I'm and then who knows? Maybe that's why we're having some of these experiences. Well, being abducted, you know maybe we're the connector. Maybe we're the connector to- Well, that that I know. Somebody had asked that question and that part I know. If you are, uh, if their people are abducted, that was contractual. It's always contractual. Oh, no, that. I agree. I'm just yeah. saying I, I, that uh, has nothing to do with why. But what I'm saying, who knows? Maybe in, if they are in spirit form and they're here- right aliens yeah maybe they're part of that portal for us to help oh I no I, okay i get you so okay so the ones who passed away who were here which by the way i wholeheartedly believe they were, they were here um i don't know i don't believe all the films i watch but i don't i, I believe that they're here you get where no, i'm going I get, with it, I, so it's yes, not because if they if they passed if if they passed yeah if they per, if they passed away here could they be a spirit on our side oh yeah i believe they probably believe they probably could i mean why not because um, some of our vibrations aren't that high, right? And maybe we can, because yeah. that's part of why you would be able I, to. I also don't believe that they're all gone either, because their lifespan is a lot longer than ours. Oh, way longer. And so well, you wonder if, and they're and they're still here. And I believe we have communication. And I believe that they have sat around the round table with government. And I believe they have been part of the treaty. I do believe all that. I don't know to what extent. I don't, I can't say that I know, I have zero proof, but uh, of the extent of it, but you just, it's one of the things you're like, well, of course they have, of course they know we're here. Of course, I knew this as a kid, I, I swear to God, I remember 2017 when they released that video shape, uh, tape, I just wanted to call up everybody I ever known and just said, in your face, in your face, I told you when I was five years old that these things were here. And, uh, and so I, I, for one was extremely happy you know, and I'm sure there's like a billion other people on this planet who have saw stuff or been abducted, who people just told them that they were crazy, crazy, weird people that I can now do the dance. They can now do the happy dance. It's like, ha ha, it's proven, it's proven. You know, everybody knew. But there's people that, okay, so I was telling you about my friend off air. We'll talk about it quickly uh -huh. here. I'll just mention Dan Willis. He used to be on my show quite a bit. Um he testified at the new york press club it was may 6 2002 with i believe it was about 20 other scientists and higher up in military he was not higher up per se he was part of the navy but he had a special clearance to send information back to the pentagon and what have you with whatever was going on so that it, it was a secure communication channel and they actually saw in the, I believe it was the Antarctic, um, a couple crafts coming up throughout the ocean and he transmitted it back to the Pentagon. He still had the communication of you. There were generals, there were admirals, all kinds of people there that were testifying at the New York press club. And they brought, as I, the kids call it these days, the receipts to prove it. They were sworn um, under oath. And they were all testifying that they were willing to go before Congress to prove at that time that between all of them collectively, they could attest to 56 different types of, of um, ET species that they had encountered or what have you. 
And I remember when Dan talking about saying, oh my gosh, like we proved it. We proved it. Every news source was there. It was supposed to be like, this was going to be disclosure. Well, what ended up happening on the news, major news stations is the last 15 seconds of the broadcast and the newscasters giggling and saying, some people believe that aliens exist and that was it. Right. So nothing ever came of it. So oh, yeah. like you said, what's come out now where plus, okay. So let's ask this question, Dave. Hey, Michelle. I like that question. What's that? What, what one? Michelle's I would like to know if they had been abducted alive and died during the abduction. That oh, is, uh, Okay, I would like to know if you have been abducted live, then you pass away, they could tell you if it's spirit what happened. That's a really good question. And I can't say I have that exact experience, but I thought about that because there have been people who have been abducted from here and haven't come back. I don't know where they are. I don't think they were maliciously killed or anything. They might have just died, um, passed away or something happened, or they just never, maybe they went to go live there. Who knows? I guess if you did, if you did pass away on the ship, I don't know how this works, but I guess the soul would probably go to what it was used to. If it wasn't an alien to begin with, would go to the places that we're used to. Like I said, the, the law of belief, what you believe, if you believe there's an afterlife with, you know, it looks like this and grandma and grandpa and everybody's there. That's fine. That's what you're going to go to. So if they go to that and then I contact I, I talked to one of their relatives and they want to talk to this person who died and I contact them. I, I don't know how he could get it to me. I mean, I guess he, he could, I mean, it could be said, but a lot of people, when they tell me how they passed, it's funny how they, they give me the disease. They literally give me the, some of the physical stuff of the disease. That's how I know. And I can't always pinpoint the disease. You know, I get certain symbols for certain ways of death. So I don't know if there's a symbol for that or if I'm going to have to. That's a really freaking kick butt question. It's an amazing. I'm going, I'm going to I'm going to research that a lot um, because it, I'd have to I have to research. I don't know how to validate it, but I'll figure it out. No, I, will. Because I always do. Because we, you know what, you think about it, like I honestly say, and people, the biggest shock for me, and I've said it before in my other podcasts, but since this is only our second show, for me, the biggest shock when my real mediumship gifts, I started connecting to it and realizing that, you know, this is something that was opening up. I'm so clairaudient that I hear spirit all the time. So the shock for me, and I used, I thought all mediums heard from spirit, like you, you like you were having oh. a communication. Well, it's like from, and I speak three languages <laughs> for me, what spirit gave me so I could understand it. I think it's like going to a bunch of different countries because sometimes they speak, sometimes I'll give you symbols. Sometimes it's a feeling. Sometimes I can see them. Sometimes it's just sort of hazy. Sometimes it's a color, could be a smell, could be a taste. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's all intermingled and they switch between all of them. So that's I'm what I get. Telling you that. So that was a shock for me because I remember very quickly uh, the first person we had come clear our house years ago or try to clear it. And she had said to me, um, and she was pretty 
pretty, pretty good at what she did, but she was very honest. And I appreciate honesty as I'm sure most people do. And she said, I'm really having a difficult time with hearing. So she's, and I didn't quite understand what she was talking about. She did explain a bit. She said, my mom is helping me from the other side with this. Her mom had just passed six months before very unexpectedly. So I, I as I've grown in this gift and met more people and was through study and practice and what have you, and I'm going to stop because Dave's going to add a bunch. I know he is. No, um, go ahead. It, it was a major shock for me. So I'm still figuring it out. I will tell you, though, it's freaky. I had one reading one time. Somebody won a reading on a show I was on. And I woke up. It was a Saturday morning. And it was an older lady. And I could tell she wasn't creepy. I could see her. And I asked her who she was. And I couldn't necessarily see her, but I could feel from what she was sending that it was something like a mother or grandmotherly love. And the message she gave me, I did hear it very loud and clear. I had no clue what it meant. And when I gave it to the person I was doing the reading for, they didn't either. This is one of the coolest readings I've ever had. By the end of it, he had been very ill with something very strange that rarely ever happens medically. Like it's so rare. It all connected in the end, all of it. And it was. Oh, family. yeah. I think it all does. You know, as far as like the hearing and, and all that, I'm, I'm the same way. It, when I was younger, it, a lot of things were coming in thought and that was my main thing. And then they changed it. Now it's like everything It's every everything I, the way they do it. And like you, I'll be sitting there the next thing I know, there's they're talking it. They're giving me feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I get that all the time. I always, mm -hmm. I always tell them, you know, my preferred mode of interpretation is for you just to freaking say it. Um, but but well, how they do for be me, nice, you know, yeah, yeah, it would be. I tell people when I do like uh, events where like there's a lot of people, I I can't sit here and listen to every other one, so I just kind of move out of the way, and then it's almost like people stand behind you and come forward, and it's like their face over prints on your face and you just kind of pick up that personality and just start doing it that's the easiest but what i'm going to get at though uh kind of those with those questions when i've i've talked to angels and val had a validated the information I've, I've talked to people of course and it's been validated that's the only reason i do what i do because it's been validated uh pets and i've talked to aliens and that's been validated some of the stuff they told me i will say every one of them communicates the same exact way with me they uh it was the i think the, the only difference is the angels i hear a lot of times they come in with voice a lot of times people come in with voice with me animals come in with pictures aliens come in with it's almost like if you could see a picture and feel that picture like you were actually in the picture that's how clear the thought is so it, it's it's total telepathy with them. Um, yeah, definitely telepathy. So sure, yeah. yeah, it's 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 total telepathy. And I and you know what's really funny? People of Earth who are watching this, you know how to do telepathy. Figure it out. Learn because and if you did, you'd be having all kinds of conversations. They know that we can do it. You get thoughts in your head all day long that are not yours. Um, mm -hmm. and they're never evil. Don't worry about that. They're well, normally they're not evil. I don't. In, unless you're doing something that's a whole nother show but for the most part i have never had an alien interrupt me and say something negative at all mm -hmm. i will say this the ones that i talked to when i was younger had a very 
some you could their energy is different their energy is just different than ours mm -hmm. it's different from angels it's different from people their emotions we have more emotions than uh, yeah i was gonna add They're that yeah more. yeah they have very, they have less emotion that they have to deal with and contend with so I can say I know our one... violence, like, because we are, we can be very violent. Oh, we're extremely violent to the, to, to the aliens. They're like, it's oh, very puzzling to them. And, yeah. and, um, it's not that they can't feel love either, but they've been through one. Let's so see, they've been through and powerful, whereas it almost feels like theirs is more refined and, and toned down, if you will. That's what I, Some, I picked up. Sometimes I wonder if alien races are are actually were human races at some time and, and came oh, here I'm so, so glad many you times. That up. I've been yeah. trying to bring that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they came here so many times that it's like I just can't go there anymore because I'm just going to learn squat. I need to go here, and then we become something different. I think mm -hmm. I think that is a ninety eight percent possibility okay so i'm gonna share this dave i'm gonna share this and then i'm gonna get to michelle's comment because i think that's cool something else we can discuss but i interviewed somebody by the name of frank jacob um he's been on the inspired channel quite a bit he um has been talking about the guardians of the looking glass and all kinds of things anyways he has this webinar out there it's a paid webinar and it's called a tale of two timelines and he has he talks about connecting with the grays and all kinds of stuff. It's about an eight or nine hour webinar, but they're called J rods and there's another name and he gets into all, all of this. But the one thing that stuck, there was a lot of things that stuck with me about this and at the end, and I'm not giving it away, but he basically presents the two different timelines and how we as human beings being as incredible and powerful as we are, how we can manifest the timeline that we want to see. But the J-Rods, he says, and this has come through quite a few different sources and research and supposedly people that worked in the Pentagon that possibly worked with these beings, they have claimed that they are human beings coming back from the future to help change the timeline. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. I don't know if it's true or not. Interesting story. Michelle, you're full of questions today. And Debbie, yes, I'm gonna add Debbie's really quickly. She says, it usually does make sense eventually meeting mediumship. Sometimes it just takes a little while to figure out. I'm gonna remind you guys, if you're just tuning in, you're listening live to the thing at the foot of the bed with your host, myself, Lorley Potvin and David Hansel. Um, so if you want to join the conversation like Debbie, Michelle, I know we've got Carrie out there. Hope I haven't forgotten anybody. If I have, feel free to post because we've got a lot of comments. Um, join in on UFO Paranormal Radio Network, whether it's a page on Facebook or the YouTube channel, and we can see your comments. So shall we read Michelle's? Well, she's got two good comments. I don't know if you want to read the first one or the second one. Um. Well, the rubber band uh, realm, I, that could be the silver cord they speak of. Um, well, we got to read the comment for people listening. So, Oh, yeah. The comment um, was, I didn't, I forgot what it was now. Um, oh, I feel there may be a rubber band type thing that pings you back to your realm. Yeah. yeah. Like it's kind of like the silver cord that kind of keeps you attached to your body. I'm sure there's something that keeps you, but I don't know if it keeps you there because of the fact even that would constitute disrupting free will. So I, I don't know, but maybe there might be. And this, that, uh, 
what is Michelle put the read this? Like and Jane, I forgot to say question. thank you, Jane, too. Jane's here. She said, yes, she loves. Oh, hi, Jane. And then I'm going to bring back Michelle's secondary comment. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard this before. Life asks death. Why do people love me and hate you? And death replied, because you're a beautiful lie and I'm a painful truth. Thought that was interesting. It is interesting. And that's why people like me and Laura Lee and everything are trying to change that. Because that's actually, it's as beautiful as it is. It's very, very sad. Um, Death doesn't have to be the painful truth. It needs, it, it should be the celebrated ending of a new beginning or a new beginning um i know that but it's hard i mean even me and you know i'm not going to lie to anybody as a human being here when i lose animals or i lose people i love don't think that i don't get sad even though i know that they're fine i still you're gonna see them again but yeah there's still something in me that says damn it you're not supposed to leave. Not gonna do this crap alone. And <laughs> I probably get more angry at people when they leave than than anything. I get angry at my older brother all the time. My older brother who passed away. I'm, I was like, God damn it, Kevin, you left me with this wacky ass family. You know, and it's like I have no one to turn to. You know, and we laugh about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think that in, in that question, I think that we we need to turn that around and make death not a painful truth i have something spirit just gave me you know i don't know if somebody has this question out there or they're going to watch the replay and hear this they're going to wonder as mediums like you said we get sad we do i get very sad as well Mm -hmm. we're human beings right and and i don't know how do i word it just give me a sec that somebody out there is either thinking maybe not even in the chat or they're going to watch this and they're going to think, well, with you being a medium, shouldn't you be able to connect with your loved ones? It'll be like you've never been apart just because the the, the full body's not there. You're able to talk to them, aren't you? No, I know we, we can't. And why? But go ahead. I, I hear yeah, you're going to say we, Yeah, we are still under the veil, whether you're a medium or not. Listen, um, mediums, grief. when we, yeah. And grief is still part of us. If we didn't have grief, we wouldn't be here. Or if you didn't have grief on this planet that you, or, or, or remorse or empathy, that would make you a quote unquote, probably an evil person, <laughs> you know, because I wouldn't care. Yeah, but grief now. You have to, I, I, do, I do talk to them, but you got to remember, I, I talk to my family members and I know they're there, but sometimes like you, I don't want communication like that. I still want my physical human communication because it's still to us, it's actually more aggravating for people like me um, that they're gone. It's not as much sad as it's really aggravating. It's like, damn it. Now I have to sit in meditation to talk to you, or I have to quiet everything in this entire world to talk to you instead of just calling you up going, Hey, did you hear the one about this, that, and the other thing? You got to remember, it's not a full on conversation at this point where they are, where we are, they are imprinting thoughts in our head and pulling from what's already in us to get the message through because we're not standing in front of them. So, and then human beings are a filter. Once you're here in this body and your, and your spirit is activated with using a brain to move around your body, stuff has to get through and so I tell people sometimes if you're if you're grieving really hard and stuff like that, it's like walking through pea soup. To, it's like swimming through pudding to get to the message. It's like, oh, my God, this is so thick. Yeah. 
Yeah, or waist high um, mud. Sorry, guys, my light, my light is dying if it goes out. I have a light overhead, but just in case. Okay. But what I was going to add to is, and I've had this conversation many times, and on air and off air, is grieving is a normal human process. Our loved ones are around us. I believe they are. I believe that they will connect with us. Um, part of why they may may not feel them or see them or what have you is because it lowers our vibration. We're, you know, that's why, like I said, Dave said, like if you go see someone like David or myself and we tell you that we see your loved one and they're sad because you're hurting so badly when they're doing beautifully on the other side. And the one thing they want for you is to live a fulfilling life full of joy and why you're here. Right. And again, when they've yeah. been Yes, it's the can. main it's it's the main message that every spirit has ever given me is please let them know that we're fine and we're going to yeah. see them shortly and and we do wish we were with them but we're not we're here and that's it that's that's plain and simple they love that but what i wanted um, to add dave with grief is mm -hmm. because i find and i'm sure you've encountered this as well there will be people out there that have never really experienced a loss of a loved one we all experience loss, but grief is so personal and there is no timetable for it. So, you know, maybe somebody's waking up spiritually and maybe they're not connecting the way they want. Maybe they've had a lot of loss, including of loved ones. But what I'm trying to say is you need to give yourself the time and healing space to do that. Oh, yeah. It will happen. It can happen is what I'm saying, because you get a lot of people saying, well, it's been like two years. Don't you think you should move on? People really no, you should. If when when people say that, you should just take your shoe and shove it in some place because you take as long as you need to grieve. Whatever you as a human being need, some human beings need ten years. Some human beings, you know. And I would hope at some point, you're, let's just put it this way: when we do lose somebody, we're going to grieve them the rest of our life, pretty much. But yeah. what happens is over time. It becomes more accepting. And over time, I think they kind of work on us and they think they kind of get the message to us like, we're not gone. And, and actually, in, in, this is what really makes me angry <laughs> as a spiritual person. I know that we visit them all the time while we're still alive. And I know that we're actually still over there with them too. But it's so weird how it works down here that all that is so hidden from all of us, but it needs to be. Um, that's that's the way of this world. If 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 it wasn't like this, we'd be in a different world, you know. But I had you know, somebody it, get very okay. Go ahead. No, Dave, go sorry. ahead. I was going to no, say, I'm as long as it's the one thing is, as long as what we all have to do on this uh, um, on this planet is not to learn, to stop fearing death. And be more accepting and, and figure out whatever you need to do, whatever by whatever means to figure out that this isn't the end. Once that's the one thing that gets me through anybody who goes, because I know it's not the end. And, and you know, as much as my NDE was a terrible thing to some people, I'm, I couldn't be more thankful that that happened to me. Oh, I would I would go through it over and over again to know what I know now. So that's it. <laughs> but as far yeah, but as like most people, like, for example, um, and I actually shared it on my Facebook profile because it really touched me um, about a 37 year old woman who passed away 
it sounds like in Southern Ontario here in Canada, Dave's in the States. I'm in Canada. I forgot to mention that. And, um, she died in the emergency because nobody would listen to her. And, um, she's just treated very poorly and my heart hurt. It, it literally hurt. I actually cried and I don't cry very easily, but I think who I was crying for, and I kept hearing this literally from the other side, but I'm okay. Yeah, you're okay. I was crying for your husband and for your children that you have, that, that this has happened. I know maybe it was your time to go. Right. But, but it's mm. the people we leave behind that have the hard time. That's where my heart was hurting for these people. Mm -hmm. And that we always have to realize too, in death, there is a lesson for all of us as well. There everything, is, yeah. everything is literally gathering up knowledge here. And once you remember it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to grieve. And then I'm going to go do my thing because I know that's what they want me to do. That's what they're watching me. I always tell everybody, oh my God, you know how many, you know, you know how big your cheerleading section is. You mm -hmm. know, I, I always tell people that there's like... There's people you've never even met while you were here who are watching you going, yes, succeed, live your damn life. You know, they, they're just doing it. And and plus we we kind of, a lot oh, of our wait, loved ones yeah. do. I got to kick a lot this of our, person over. I'm blocking okay. them. Sorry, you can't come on here and do stuff like that. So I blocked oh. you. Let's yeah. see if we can delete this user. You can't come on here and do that, so don't do it. We don't want you on here telling us about your fake business that you keep posting. You must have a bot here, so let me see if I can get rid of them. Oh, yeah. why oh, people do well, this? Hey, I'm going to right now, here and there, right now. If you have people soliciting you, for a reading and telling you that spirit reached out and they have to talk to you. And I know that Debbie is aware of that because it was directed at Debbie. People will see it. She's aware of this, but for anybody out there, because I believe me, these people don't know who you are from a hole in the ground. Cause I'm sure Dave has had thousands. So have I, where they message you and tell you that spirit connected to them. And they've seen these things for you that they have to give you that from spirit, they have to tell you these messages people that are doing this yeah, that's not true that are working with spirit are never going to do something like that i'm sorry but you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah it's yeah i can tell you for as a medium uh, this happens to me on tiktok all the time people write to me they're like are you following me and because somebody will take my account my name I add a zeros to it or something and they go on there and they message people and say hey i i saw something in your vibe and you can yes. use a reading if you want you can contact me i tell people i have never solicited a reading in my entire freaking life i don't mm -hmm. tell people they need a reading it's like no mm -hmm. if you want a reading this is my website go mm -hmm. you don't ask mm -hmm. people spirit has never once reached out and said to me that person right there their mom's here and you need them to schedule a reading Boom. so you can get them message them yeah. during a live and tell them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's not the way it works, you guys. That's not the way it works. Spirit does not go through us to give you a message like that. I'll tell you, if the spirit wants you to get a reading from us, we won't even know it. They will come to you and they will be like, gosh, yeah. I don't know why, but I just need to get a reading from that person. That's spirit doing that for you. That's a direct connection. Uh, but no, yeah. they don't they don't go through these um and 
I just thought it was funny that it happened while we're talking about these kind of topics. And like Debbie says, if they were a real medium or even a psychic or clairvoyant with their intuitive, whatever you want to call it, Debbie says they wouldn't try to scam others with their abilities. And they wouldn't. And that's where I'm going with this. Like Dave's had them. I've had them. I'm sure Debbie, anybody on here has had them. But when you're doing this, like we're doing it for, well, you know, as part of who we are and what we, we do with our time. And, and they contact you. They don't even know who, like, why are you going to contact another person who's an intuitive or psychic or medium and tell them you have a message from spirit? <laughs> I know that's bullshit. Now that, that person should have came <laughs> on here and said, I am so-and-so from the Anunnaki and I have a message for you from this planet. That I would have probably laughed at that one a little bit and had some fun. I probably would have said, well, how about you send it in Morse code right now? Or better yeah. yet, send it via telepathy. Yeah, send it telepathy. Where yeah, I always tell people I'm well versed in telepathy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah so why don't you use our intergalactic uh, satellite goldfish uh, yeah. uh, telephone line? And that's a little joke because I've actually had somebody say that to me before um, that I was suffering from intergalactic satellite goldfish. I'm gonna make a T-shirt one day. I swear. There we go. <laughs> so yeah. I had to throw that in there. Another good. But that was that was that was fun. I I enjoyed that little thing. You know, but any seriously, anybody who's watching this, and even on the replay, if you're watching this mediums healers and all that i don't know any of my friends are in my circle who actually contact people to to give them their services the only thing they might do is offer their services on a facebook page or on google that's it oh yeah there's you, nothing you, wrong with that you offer your services if somebody wants them they take them uh, you have no. to let no people know you're out there. Like that's yeah. advertising. There's nothing wrong and, with that. It's when you do it, this person. And I think people like people like that person who posted that here. That's really disrespectful to spirits because I'm sure there's probably spirits going. Um, we don't need you. We could go right to that person and get and them. And sure, Dave, you have to put that out there. Now we're going to have the Anunnaki yeah. contact. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. I would like, I'm, I am open. I am literally, I don't know about the audience, but I am literally open to talking to any being that would happen to come by. I've talked to some of them and I've talked to some of the ones that people say are so evil and I didn't find them evil. I don't know why. And then somebody had said to me that the call to say to me, that's because you're one of them and you're probably evil. I'm like, oh, okay. Good, good one. Dave, let's talk about this a little bit because we were talking about this one night off air. And I, I don't think we talked about it on the show last week when you went to the asylum and there was, it was basically like the game of telephone. Maybe you did talk about it a little bit, but you've told me many different stories because you've done more investigation than I have because I don't usually travel too far from where I live and it's not an overly enormous city, but um, you've connected with many spirits. You're not the first person that's told me this with paranormal investigations who are in there, I think for the right reasons, but you know, there's this story about this evil, 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 evil spirit. And when they've been treated with respect, just like you would with any other human being in front of you, if they've been a human being in this lifetime and for whatever reason, their earth, they're staying on this plane and you can connect with them and find out what their true story is. I'll stop talking. Go ahead. Oh no. I do. I do do that. I had, um, there's a place, and I have to leave these unnamed guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but there's a place that I went to. And in one of the rooms, are you talking about the doll lady? I think so. 
That's, this, tell me that, about there was, You've got lots of stories. There were several. You there was yeah. The there were several of them there. Well, I went to a place and one people. Uh, this is my favorite one. We were. What happened? I went there with another friend of mine who was a medium, and um, they walked us from room to room. And as they walked, we didn't know the people walking us their names or anything. We just went to the rooms and they would say, what do you feel? Because that's people love to say that to mediums. And I get it. Um, and I don't mind people asking me that because as soon as somebody says something, that's a question. And in my world, I can answer anything as long as you present the question. That's why I tell people I can't ask. I can't give you the answer unless you ask the question. And as soon as they say that question, it's like permission. Yay. Um, anyway. So one of the one of the one of the places my favorite one was we went up into this attic and there was this big story. There's a couple of I don't know if I told you this one or not. There's a big there was a story about all of these men who would go up in that attic and they pretty much hold held court. This was like a long time ago. They would hold court up there for like the city, whatever. They were like the I guess equivalent to our governors and all this other stuff. And they said how they would hang people up there. They held trials up there and all this other stuff. Okay. Now, did they hold trials up there? Yes. Were some people uh, hanged up there? Yes, there were. Um, I didn't contact. I didn't, you know, the funny thing is none of those spirits came forward. The ones who were hung. It's like they didn't have a problem. So that was the thing. But anyway, people talked about how bad these men were and that they were doing these awful things. And so I walk up there and I walked up towards the spot where they said that these people were. And I just, in my head, this is how I start a conversation. Hi, I'm David. I uh, can hear you. So you have anything to say <laughs> for, you know, for these people, you know, whatever. It's pretty much what I put out there. And right away, they said, um, we would like to speak to Martin. And I said, okay. So I didn't know what that meant. So I turned around, and I looked at everybody and I said, um, is somebody named Martin here? And the guy's like, <laughs> the tour guide, he was a tour. He happened to be the tour guide in this place. And he's like, yeah. I'm Martin. I'm like, okay, hold on. Do you want the message or not? I have to ask. So he's like, yeah. yeah. So I went in and I went back to them and what would you like to know? They wanted me pretty much to tell him some of the stuff he was saying was incorrect. And they were telling me the correct things. But they said they thought they thanked him very much for coming there and keeping this place alive. They loved visiting there. They loved visiting there. They weren't trapped there. These ones weren't trapped. They loved visiting there. And then as they were done, and I can't say her name, but they said um, they wanted to think. They told me something else. And I turned around and I said, Martin, I said, is your wife's name start with a P? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, I can't say her name. But I said, they want to thank you and her for coming through here and keeping this attic clean and doing what you do up here. I didn't know that they were also the janitors. <laughs> so, but no, but the main thing where I was going with this, and then Debbie, I'm going to answer this very quickly. And then if that's okay, Dave, I'd, I'd love to hear you. Michelle's back from oh, Australia. No. Isn't that good? Oh, um, uh, but I was just going to say, there's not everything is evil. That was that was what they deemed that's as. That's what I was, was going to say. It wasn't evil. They weren't evil. Yeah, there's some bad things that went on back then, but these particular spirits weren't evil. But that's what everybody was calling them, and that's the energy they were bringing into this large attic. And so anybody could walk into that attic. Your your grandma, who's not doesn't know anything about communication with spirits, could walk in there and go, well, "I just don't like this place. It feels icky." 
Yeah, because she's going to pick up on that energy. And then other people go in there with this fear energy. And then they do tours with these people. They put out this story. Um, and I know it's your story. It's like the game of telephone. Every yeah. time it's pulled and more and yeah. more people tell it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That, it and, yeah. The, yeah. It embellishes and it gets messed up. And then that and people don't understand thoughts, stories, words are energy. Emotions. They don't just, yeah, they don't disappear. They stay. <laughs> or they have to be downfall somewhere. They don't dissipate. Yeah. They don't get created. It's got to be transferred from one place to another. Debbie, no, you asked an intro. You met. You made an interesting comment here. You asked for David's opinion, but I want to jump in here very quickly. So you said you're open to it. Don't really ever experience anything bad or evil spirits anymore. It's been years. I think they just don't really bother people who are connected with angels and source. At least that's my experience. But then she said, I want to know, and I know you've asked for Dave, but I'm going to share something first. And then he's welcome to jump in. You said, I'd like to know David's opinion, why some of us uh, don't experience evil or bad spirits. Now, what I have received, first of all, is sometimes you contract for that experience when you're here. Okay, sometimes you do, because it may help mm -hmm. the people around you, it could help move forward once you're able to maybe remove what or, you know, move past that, if you will, evolve, understand about who you are, vibration, energy, the whole bit, and then say you choose to bring it forward and teach others about it. Okay, we have things I believe some people have gatekeepers, you may believe that, because um, I've met many, um, again, we're going to use that word, light worker, because people understand it that have never had a negative experience or seen anything like that. I have had many conversations, not on air, but off air, asking them, why do they think that is, or what do they feel it is? And some that are very connected to the other side and their guides, and literally just kind of like how you shared the message with Martin and his wife named P, we'll call her. Um, and what they've been told was that their gatekeeper, it, so it serves no purpose for them nothing for their highest good or in love or anything. Obviously there's nothing contracted. There's no need for them to experience that. Go ahead, Dave. I know I can hear you. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, that's, I, I agree with Lily on that. That one. I do know that some people aren't here for, think of it like, like Westworld or future world. Remember that old uh, movie where you tailored your, your, your adventure to what you wanted. It's basically the same thing. Um, they There's many exist. reasons but, why people experience negativity. I'm talking yeah, about people within the labor yeah. field. They want that. Up. It's also it's also the law. Uh, it, it also does follow the universal law, and it follows the law of action, the law of attraction. If you are a negative person going on a ghost hunt to see negative things, the law of attraction is going to bring you whatever it can find to be negative for you, which is actually a nice thing that the universe is doing. It's like, oh, yeah, you want negative? No problem. Here you go. And boom, yeah. boom, boom. Now, if you ask me why I don't get bothered by any of that, I'm going to be honest with you. I do know that things, the opposite of everything exists. So I do know that there is evil things. And yes, evil things exist in some form. But I, I, I don't involve, I don't look at it as that. Because actually, if you look at like the, all that is, was, and ever will be, source, source is all those things. Source isn't oh. just, it's, it's source. It, there has to be balance. Evil exists to some people. I think that that's what Earth is about, balance. 
I do. Yeah, I think that's, that's, it's, that's basically it because maybe there's an earth where everything's evil. I don't know. And then like good is like the small thing, but you know, wouldn't that be maybe, utopia? Maybe, maybe, always yeah. evil. I think it's equal. Yeah, evil. Sorry, my maybe, maybe there's a place where evil people go on ghost hunts to see if they see fun ghosts, you know, or oh, angels. We this, yeah. We went on this ghost and we saw this angel. Oh, it's so scary. Uh, you know, cause maybe that's what they think. I don't know. I, I would say this for me all my life. I have had so many scary things happen to me and then explained to me by my guides. And once they explained it, I'm like, oh, I get it. I just kind of, you know, jumped off the in the wrong direction for it. You know what I mean? I just got jumped to conclusions, I guess is the word. I'm looking what for. we just don't know. Major deja vu. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. What you can't see equals fear. Anything with an absence. Okay. The opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is fear. fear. If there is no love, there is fear. When you're going on an investigation, you're not going there. And there's usually ghost hunters and even some mediums aren't going there with any love intent in them at all. They're going in there to, I got to see this thing. I know this guy uh, axed all his family in this house. He's going to come forward and we're going to provoke them and we're going to do all this stupid stuff, which by the way, and people who provoke ghosts, I can tell you this, the ghosts don't really give a crap. Um, they don't, they don't, they don't say things back because you provoked them. They, you're basically just making them angry. Uh, you'd probably, you really would attract more flies with honey well like attracts yeah. like energy yeah. on this planet and like Michelle, oh, yeah. you know what this is good what she said i'm just going to add that quick dave she said you need evil to know what good is yeah right? absolutely you do i know all about people I, I i i play i play my playground is the the positive place Okay, that's just where I choose to play with the universe. And then the universe knows that's where I like to play. If you the other the thing I want to add, okay, because a lot of people mm. have asked us since we moved, have we had activity? Have we had a few things here and there? And I'm going to share something I haven't even told you. Um, yeah. Over the last week, we've had some very strange stuff happen. My dog's been going crazy, keeps running to his spot, looking at it. The cat's at the same spot, yowling, top of their lungs. And my dog is literally tracking something, tracking it. And I've taken pictures over the last couple, it's been about the past year, okay? Now, my partner, Dell, is convinced that it's a little, he calls it little people. It's a First Nations, um, First Nations legend. Believe me, I never thought it ever discuss fairies with Del. And Del has a show in here tonight actually called The Delicious Recipe. He just finished pre-recording because he's got a class tonight. So it should be on. He's really doing a really interesting topic. I'm. It has to do, we'll talk about that after, but it's very interesting. I think you guys are going to find it intriguing. Anyways, um, I was going to ask you this the other night and, and say, hey, Dave, and just didn't talk to you and say, hey, you want to pop in here and see what you see? Instead, what happened was I heard spirit remind me that what we focus on, where we put our attention, and if you're coming from a place of fear or you keep thinking about it, it's energy, it's going to keep manifesting it. So instead, yeah. what did I do? I, I know how to do these things, I realized. Spirit just needed to remind me, right? Fill the vibration in the house up. Fill it with light. Fill it with love. Because I really believe that, that um, like a tracks like and as I felt into this this isn't something negative in any way and if anything 
it, it's silly things like it like is. um it went and I really do believe it's kind of a fairy energy I, I swear to god and not a negative fairy energy because like things get moved but yeah. they're not hidden they just get moved to another spot like can Dell stuff in the basement or oh, like yeah, my Christmas no, I was just going to add the Christmas wreath. And then I know you're going to add to this with, and I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps. So I know this is the truth. So with the wreath on the front and it was so cute, had all these gnomes and I had another gnome thing hung up outside the mailbox. Right. And I'm talking to my neighbor and I'm going, does she have anybody strange around here? Like there's no footprints, there's nothing, but all my, like the hat on the gnome is flipped up as we're talking. She goes, Oh my gosh, Laura, like somebody literally flipped your gnome around on your wreath. Like it's silly stuff. It's nothing negative or fearful. Go ahead, Dave. I know you got stuff to no. <laughs> I just gotta, I gotta tell the audience, you know what? You know, we might sound crazy, but that, we don't care. Um, That's okay. No, everybody's I, talking I, about it. I, I, I always, I always love that. I love gnomes like me and, me and Laura Lee both love gnomes. That was not planned. Oh, I, I didn't know that I until have, we got talking. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't know that yeah by the way but yeah. i i me with little people and gnome i've got gnomes in my house and i look at them the same way you would look at your little mini statue of mother mary holding jesus or angel yeah, statues yeah. i'm like oh well, the gnomes, not- i love you i know they're I know they're, now i wanted to add something that you might find interesting before we read jane's question here and uh, answer is sometimes i've wondered this and and I know it to be true in a sense. I haven't said that I had the exact experience yet. When I do, trust me, I'll know. But I think sometimes some of the places that seem haunted, it's not even a ghost. I think sometimes they're totally being pranked. And what do you think you're being pranked by people? The little people. Oh, the little people. Yeah. That is huge. It is huge. And I, okay, so I'm going to stop you one quickly. Really, I got to add this. So uh-huh. I have on my other show, this lady, Varla Ventura. She's amazing. Like we've become really good friends. Dell's, I always, I said he steals all my good guests. He doesn't steal them, but he has them on. Anyways, yeah. she's written bo- uh, books about the strange and usual werewolves, fairies, mermaid stuff. And I said to her one night, which was on my show, I was about six months ago and I said, have you seen the videos about the gnomes? And she said, no. And there she goes, oh my God, you got to send it to me. Look it up on YouTube, you guys, and see what you think. Like some of them, yes, they're obviously fake, but some of them, it's like, holy crap. Go ahead, Dave. But like, yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's actually a guy on YouTube who does these, they're, they're, they're little people and he does it. So he does it so well. You would think he's literally catching things in the forest and it's not, but, but, but that stuff is true. Um, I had thought that cause, cause gnomes are actually also interdimensional. So gnomes, that's why you can't, some people can't see them because they're interdimensional. If, if you're only if you're only used to 2D and 3D, you're never gonna see them because that's not where they appear. So if you were to ask them, I need to see you, they'll, they, they can adjust things for you. But I think I have thought about sometimes I've gone into people's houses like around here who said, David, can you come check out my house? Is there anything scary here? And I'll walk in, I'm like, I feel nothing scary. And then I'll start doing in readings instead. And, you know, what usually comes up is something about the elementals. And I didn't plan it that way. It just started coming up. And I've thought lately, I wonder if that's who was in that house. And mm-hmm. I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have the, the best 
I know they're there and I, and I feel them and they can speak to me directly, but I have the hardest time interpreting for them. And, and I don't know why. Yeah. Interpreting for them. So like, if like, I can talk to like, I can do a reading and I can literally have them here. Maybe it's say, their energy, them. Yeah. Maybe it's their energy. energy some, some of their energy is kind of, um, it, it's very mischievous. Some of it, some of them, you know, that's some of the things about gnomes and stuff where they tell you don't go in fairy circles and all that. I tell you, I'm going to tell you straight out. S they are creatures that you just do not f with. You don't mess with them. Yeah. I I would say don't do anything bad to them, and that's not a threat from them. They're not evil. They're not nothing. Don't put stuff out evil. for the little people downstairs because his wallet kept missing. And I swear to God to you, his wallet was back the next day. I wonder if there's actually alien elementals too. Oh my gosh! Like so, we throw that into the mix too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, Brenda, hi, Brenda, she adds, and Jane, I would love your comment. I'm going to get back to it because I think it's a great comment above. But Brenda says, yes, the little people give them coins and hard candy. Yes. Now, in my experience, they love beautiful, glittery things. And I'm going to share something very quickly. I do a fairy garden every year in the front of my new house. I cannot tell you the amount of beautiful people that I don't know from a hole in the ground that come over to talk about the fairy garden where did we get it and and we've met them and i think the energy from that garden and i try to honor them by putting in you know beautiful little pieces and sparkly things and you know some gardenist type plants and flowers and things that would make them happy including a little bit of candy and what have you but it has brought in the most beautiful human beings from having that there is what i'm trying to say oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. That's absolutely, you know, when I go into the woods, I, I, I love the elementals and I, and I use them and I talk I to them and I've used them for things. But the, for some reason, if I like go in the woods, like if I go for a walk up in the mountains by me, the moment I step into the woods, it's like, it's like a connection happened. That the connection has happened. Yeah. Did you ever see like the, did you ever see, not the, now I want to keep saying Anunnaki for some reason, Avatar. You know in Avatar, how they would jump on that lizardy thing and plug their hair into yeah. them or whatever in the hell they did? It's like really a wait, oh, I can't say it, but it almost looks like that to me, but it's not. Is it an axolotl or axolotl, I think it's called. Yeah. That's not what it's called in Avatar, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, but when I go in the woods, it's like that. It's almost like I have a, there's like two cords, a connection, and I connect because a minute I, I feel go like in I'm there, home. it's like I feel the energy. Yeah, you just feel the energy. You're like, oh my gosh, I could just stay here. You're not afraid of anything. I lose. Mm -hmm. I literally have no fear in the woods except for a bear eating me. I have no fear of, of things jumping out of a Bigfoot, of a monster, of any of that. I have zero fear of that. I uh, live in Bigfoot country. I live in oh, Bigfoot yeah, country. Do. I'm sorry, but I do. And you can, our city actually is, has a lot of paranormal and unexplained type activity. And I really do believe because this is a heavy First Nations population and surrounding and was before we came here, meaning all of us, that I think that a lot of it is based in legend and lore, as well as they have experienced these type of things. They've learned how to manage it. 
but what we do to the planet as human beings, right? Yeah. And when I was searching for answers in my previous home, I even did connect with some from the First Nations population to find out is, you know, was there, like I was looking at everything. And then yeah. the lesson in all of it, though, to add very quickly, it was meant for me to discover who I am, who Dell is, who he is, and who my children were. We were always yeah. meant to find out what the answer was. Can we read Jane's comment very quickly? Yes, uh, let's do that. You want to read it? Sure. That is why words are important. Think in the positive. I have read that the universe does not hear, not or don't. Like, I don't want this or like that. Like, I don't want this like that. Like, I'm not going to do this any longer. Instead, it will be free. Yes, and if I can add further to that, Jane, I can tell you that the universe uh, pays attention, the, the source of the universe, not an individual who you are being but the source of the universe doesn't pay attention to your words at all words are people think words are the end all be all of everything because but words are just an earth thing it's a communication that we use the the universe feels our feelings so if you have a positive feeling towards something like if you always have an image or a positive image of the ocean all the time and say i you're you're living the Midwest, but you have this all the time, eventually, and it makes you happy, eventually you're going to get to that place because the universe is going to pick up on that. The universe feels that, sees that and all that. It doesn't, it doesn't care if you go, I want to go to the ocean one day, you know, over and over. The only thing they get from that is lack. Because when you say, I want to, like you were saying before, I want to signifies lack. Like you're, you don't have it. So it's going I want to add something though, Dave. I wrote it down mm -hmm. as you were talking. I I I do agree with everything you're saying, but what I got from spirit was we as human beings need the words to get to the feeling. Oh no, you have to have the words, the yeah. Mm -hmm. But to, to go into what she says, the universe doesn't under doesn't care about the words. No, no, no. We, but I wanted to add beings. that to what she said because i i think i understand what i know what you're saying that they, that they don't it doesn't necessarily hear us it's the feelings but i when there are many spiritual teachers out there that will teach you that exactly what she shared i've heard that before but i think it's for ourselves really in a way is what i'm getting from spirit that we think it's, that it's the word true that's true but the reason i'm saying it like this is because there's a lot of people in this world who don't speak so absolutely if, i'm glad if, you added if, that yes so if they didn't if they were if they're denied for some reason the words to speak to the universe or the words to speak that is they so can powerful it, they can do it in the other ways that's why i always tell people don't sweat the words as much it's it's i mean the words but but i understand jane's comment because for us who use words that's why I tell people I talk out loud to my spirit guides because of the words. The words make it stronger. If I talk to my spirit guides, like if you have, if you have a reading for me, I conversate with them. We have a conversation. So you're like part of the process. I have a conversation with them. That's just how I hear them. Because when I was younger, I didn't have that conversation. I had to keep listening. I had to be like, what, what? I didn't hear that. What, what? <laughs> and But now when I start talking, it comes in. But but for those who can't speak, for those who don't speak a language that would make sense or something like that, um, or for those who maybe are too young, if, if, if we think for one minute that a baby before the words cannot manifest something, you'd be crazy because they can. 
You brought tears to my eyes when you brought up about somebody being maybe nonverbal. Because you know what? I think that is so powerful, right? Because we're so used to being able to speak or communicate. I think everybody needs a communication system. That's a whole different show. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Whatever it is. But I think that for most people, I'm feeling almost we could all recognize how powerful that just was that for those that don't speak. There are happen. because I mean, there's there's some kids with disorders or that don't I speak. I have one. Yeah, well, yeah, you have one. But yeah, and there's some who don't who who might not be able to learn communicative process. And just because they did, I would want anybody to know if you know somebody like that, they are not left out of the gifts and the promises that all of Absolutely us are entitled not. to. They, yeah, your birthright is to have what everybody else has at some point if you work at it. So, but, but I do understand. Um, I'm the same way as far as those words go. I, I do. I am careful of my words. I, I do not use negative connotations when I want something or when I'm asking for something. I do use positive words. So you're absolutely correct. That is true. Because mind- the whole practice, practice of mindfulness, right? Catching ourselves. Because mm-hmm. we are our own worst critics and enemies. Mm-hmm. The things that go through absolutely. some of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it has a place. Mind you, I uh, just to throw more confusion into the mix. And again, Yay. This, I, wasn't, <laughs> I, know I wasn't looking for this and it came up in my YouTube feed and I found it an interesting connotation that this person said with the thought that Jane had shared that the universe doesn't understand not or don't that for somebody that can't wrap their mind about associating a positive feeling with which, what they want to manifest. So saying something to themselves like, I do not want a red truck. I don't want a red truck. I don't want a red truck. So in the way of, of for affirmations, for example, and that's just an example, he was equating it to the fact that if you're going to use words and get to the feeling and it'll be more believable that you really don't have the red truck, but you want it and the universe isn't hearing the don't. You see where I'm going with this? So it can't, yeah. the negative's not really there. If it'll make it more believable for you to then begin to start to believe and 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 imagine and dream and how we manifest something. It was a complicated way to get there, but it made sense to me in a way. That oh no, I know what I know what you're saying. It's it's almost like in the beginning, it's like we're almost pulling some reverse psychology on the universe. Yeah, and the that's universe, exactly yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the universe knows. But if that's what it takes you to get there, by all means, yes. go do it. I know because I people always ask I've never heard that before, though, but I thought that could really work yeah. for people. Because you know what Spirit's been giving a lot of me this week, too? And I've said hey, it Spirit. Hey spirit, I do not want four million dollars. I don't want it. I don't want four million dollars. I, I don't want a hundred million. <laughs> and then we can build an animal rescue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. Wait, wait. Um, no, but no. with manifestation where people that feel that they have blocks, this is what spirit's been giving a lot to me about is if you think about it, everything on this planet that is not material that is not from nature, sorry, somebody has thought of it. Somebody has dreamed it up. Somebody has planned it. Somebody has created it or manifested. 
and we're no, we all have separate gifts. We're all individual, but nobody's any more special than anybody, which means that we are manifestors in this space that we're in too. We right? are. It's, you know, in that book I read, and I totally agree. It's my, one of my favorite lines. From one of the books I read is anything you can imagine, you can hold in your hand. And that's the yeah. absolute truth. It is. At some point you can, even if it's unbelievable, even if you're thinking of, okay, I'm thinking of dragon toes. So you're telling me that if I'm dreaming about it, I can hold it in my hand. I bet because the universe will yep. get you that at some point, it'll get you that or a reasonable facsimile or you'll be, or at some point you'll, you'll go back there. I mean, but who's going to ask for that? You really oh, yeah. want dragon uh, toes? <laughs> Yeah, I, no, not really. Actually, this I don't want dragon toes. I bad. Yeah, well, David, you know that animals communicate nonverbal ways through pictures, maybe emotions, etc. Yeah, I mean, animals are animals are more about the experience of life, like ones that aren't pets of ours, ones that just come here that we've never saw, like the like the zebra that was born. Um, three days ago and it's just in in like an hour ago it became food for a lion i don't know um so that one that animal didn't communicate that it didn't want that it, it already knew that the experience it was going for and and it's fine it already and, knew yeah it already knew. yeah it already yeah. knew it's fine it's fine um but as far as Animals, I know, like you're, I believe, I am a strong believer in this, that your animal can ask for stuff on behalf of you. I think that like, say if my cat looked at me and, and might talk to a guide and say, David's really down. He needs a pick me up, you know? And then the guy's probably going to say, you're the cat. That's your job, idiot. Um, but, but it was going to be, I think <laughs> there is, I think there is some non, there is, animals can non-verbally communicate that um, it's a little different because they're here for the experience. We're here for the experience and the knowledge from the experience, but I guess animals are too. So that's kind of hard to say, but I don't, animals don't, they're not greedy like we are. An animal's not going to say, they oh, I wish now. they had. Yeah, they, they yeah exactly. Now. And so do small children too, I believe. They yeah, really they do, do for a while. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of them yeah. come here to like, how many of you could probably tell the story? I know I could, I know David could, is your animal picked you out. Oh yeah. So here to help us achieve why we are here for what we chose to come to learn, to help and grow and evolve who we are. As yeah, a soul, I, always, right? I always say that animals, you had that discussion before here, maybe. Um, yeah. Although, although I have to throw a wrench in this and I know you won't. Okay. Mind because then you can comment on this. I had heard, I had this, not an experience. It was a herd thing. It was heard it was through my spirit guides and everything that there have been people who were here who weren't contracted to have an animal in this one, whom they sent an animal to them because they that person wasn't getting the change and they were worried uh, about their path or their goals. So they got the animal to them, which helped change them. So there are people who have met their animals for the first time, but I'll tell you, if if you didn't pick it out, they they sent it to you for whatever reason. And your, anim yeah. your animals can do that too, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
I I gotta agree with you 100%. I usually do agree with you, even though we may have different different views yes. at times. It sort of meets in the middle. But the, but the point is, I have to agree with you because yeah, I wonder. You know I've what? I believe our guides and whatever before. I think it's built into the fine print, if you will, of when we've agreed to incarnate into this particular lifetime. Absolutely. That there's going to be some provisos in there, like you said, sending you, if you will, an, an earth angel, as I like to call pets. I do. I'm a little yeah. particular. But to help you, if it's going to help you further um, succeed at what you chose to try and learn while you were here. Right? That is weird. Do you hear that? What? What do you hear? I'm I'm getting like a low buzzing sound in my. Oh, I know what that is. Okay. I know exactly what that is. I right. think that that's Dell in the driveway in our car that needs a muffler. <laughs> I can hear that's, it. That's literally what it sounds like. I was like, and it's like yeah. that did not sound like my guides. He might be using yeah. the snowblower. I'm upstairs and yeah he might be no he did take off somebody did drove away that's how good my hearing is you guys i mean i was I, hoping I, nobody was hearing it because yeah. i was hearing it no, guys i want to tell you too while i think about it, i'm going to read debbie's comment um so i found out if you've noticed that the stream has been stuttering a little bit and what have you I told Dave this. I'm so excited. I finally called huh. my ISP provider because we have a really fast internet service here. Well, long story short, when they upgraded the internet over a year ago, they never upgraded the router. <laughs> so <laughs> they're coming next Tuesday. So by next Tuesday, we should have smoking fast internet. So we should, because I know it's, I keep moving it up a little bit, hoping I'm going to connect right over top of the Wi-Fi and it will, because I know it's, it's lagging a bit on my end. So I apologize. I'm going to read That's Debbie's comment. Good. Yeah. Um, she says my cat who passed uh, this year really was connected with my guides. I'm so sorry, Debbie, for your loss. And she oh, said there were times they played with him. He was very connected with my spirit team. I know he saw them and I know they love him and helped during his crossing. And again, I'm so sorry, Debbie, but you and I have a very incredible experience that I'd love to share here. I don't think I've ever told David. No, go ahead. Debbie and I were talking quite a few years ago on Skype and we were on video and I said to uh, Debbie, uh, Debbie, did, did you have a cat that used to like lay on the pillow right next to you? And she said, oh, yeah, she said that was my and I won't put his name in there. Oh, go ahead. OK. So she goes, yes, that was my boo. And she said, I lost him about a year ago. I said, I swear to God to you, your cat I can see him on video. He is sitting there. His tail's flicking. He just looked at you. He's grooming himself. She goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, take pictures. So Debbie still has the pictures. And he was showing up on, and again, goosebumps. It's not cold in here. The He's on the camera. He's on, like we saw him. She couldn't see him. I could see him. She could see him in the pictures. So how crazy I love when that? stuff like that happens. I've had, I just had a, I just did a reading, well, um, a couple of days ago, and talking to a gentleman and uh, it was his wife, and 
the mom has mentioned about she was gonna she knew where they were going the following week because she said it out loud i can't say it out here but she knew she told me and i told them i'm like she knows that you're going there and she's like oh my god really i said yeah i said please take plenty of pictures and th send them to me because i said i bet you will catch a picture of her in there someplace and i think they do do that and can do that mm -hmm. i wonder how they i wonder if they're aware like I'm sure he was Debbie, like he was Debbie's, alive, David, but you could see. No, that's what I mean. So I, I could see Mocha. I could just see Boo, but I could see him on the camera, and it was like he was alive, but you knew he wasn't there yeah. because you could see the pillow behind him and see through him. But I mean, like that the kitties, the kitty was so strong that it said, "I'm going to manifest so somebody else can see me." which was really cool. And I think that that can happen and they do do it because I've, 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 I see, I see animals all the time running around my house. I'll tell you, if anybody's watching, if you, if you're a sensitive of any type, I'll tell you how to know. If you see shadows run across the floor all the time, most likely that is your pet or a pet or a animal of some sort, or sometimes little people, but mainly animals. Cause I used to see them. I go to people's houses well ram they're all over the floor and they're so cool um we have a black is... kitten here we have because my eldest son can see and communicate with animals and we moved in here oh he yeah you said he sees a black kitty yeah black yeah he does and um so we've often considered that that might be what my dog is seeing because like she literally has her nose to the ground and she's like like just not even lifting it and she kept going behind my chair in the living room next to the window and uh one the cat was meowing and meowing and going over there too there's nothing there like i took it all apart thinking like did some kind of critter get in here because i don't want a critter in the house love critters but you need to be outside no critters so that's what we think it probably was or a little and we're not being disrespectful to human beings that are called that you use the I know when I say title, I don't say it disrespectfully. I say it with much respect, little people. So we're referring to the elemental and the, the First yeah. Nation legend that I can't say the, I think the name that they use in the First Nations or Aboriginal language of what they're called. But it's really weird. We're almost running out of time here, Dave. But I was going to say, because depending on the legend, because I know Dell's even connected with somebody up in Alaska, that talks about this kind of stuff on their YouTube channel. Depending on the legend, you supposedly can't whistle when you're in the woods. I care. Are they? Um, I've heard stuff that? like that. I've heard stuff like that because you know a lot of people think every country or every or every civilization or how do we put it? Every race or civilization of people has a version of something. Um, oh, so yeah. They have a version of little people. So, like like you said, the Aborigines, I know little people that might not be the same little people we might see here. I, and, that, I don't, and I wonder if it's all the same little people, but it's how they present themselves to us. It could be. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I have I have not cornered one long enough to ask, and I don't really want to corner one. <laughs> I do want to. Well, okay, so I'm going to share something really spooky, and I don't think I've ever showed Dave these pictures in my okay. old house where I was having all the issues. I'd happened to be at a craft market before all this started, probably about six months before. I've always loved fairies and unicorns and gnomes. And so somebody had made handmade fairy doors 
and I had one hanging on the wall. And we even considered maybe is that what this was? I was talking to someone as we were talking about this. Um, and I was taking pictures of the door to show them. We decided we would just we just remove it just in case, right? Well, I was still trying to figure things out. I have three pictures taken in very, very, very quick succession, like literally less than half a second apart. The first one looks like me holding the fairy door. Second one looks like me holding the fairy door. Third one is me, except it's not my face. I can't do that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you're really connected. See, I was all—I was like you. I was very connected when I was younger. When I was a little boy, I was dragons and Pegasus were were constantly <gasps> coming to me. Dragons I and might Pegasus, have too. Dragons and Pegasus. Are dragons. I've drawn them yeah. and unicorns, all of them, dragons, ta um, I've got dolphins, dragons, and unicorns are my tattoos. Yeah. Mostly. See, mm -hmm. as a kid, mine were little people, dragons, and Pegasus. That was mm -hmm. the, what I constantly, constantly was seeing in that kind of dreams. I was drawing dragons before I even knew what a dragon was. I was drawing winged horses, you know, people like, oh, this, this piece, though, I'm going to put this out there. So we can leave people with a little bit here. And I'll actually, maybe if there's room, we're a little bit full in the picture section for me to, when I'm producing, but if it's open, I can pull them up next week, but it almost looks more troll-like because mm -hmm. my face, like you can see my, I have a, Del and I have matching tattoos and what have you, right? So I'm holding the fairy door and it's much thicker around the lips. The brow is fuller, almost and heavier. And the nose looks like it's thicker and wider. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's some kind I'll, of... I'll show them to I'll, you. And next week, yeah. if, if we decide that that's, we're... Well, we'll probably still touch on something to finish this yeah. conversation. I'll, I'll upload them and you guys can see them. See what you guys think. Yeah, as you guys know from watching this, we went from one long conversation to another conversation to this conversation. If there's ever a conversation that we leave off on that you go, you want more, you just write to us and let us know. Yeah. Well, we we'll, decided we'll on that, that, but we told you guys the show was going to evolve. And David always made this point, and he was right. Like I said, we could pick a topic, but we know, Dave and I know ourselves well enough that we're never going to stay on the same topic. It's going to evolve into yeah. something. So we decided that's what we would do. We're just going to take it where the conversation goes with your comments, with your questions, anything you suggest, and whatever spirit yeah. gives us. I we didn't you, get to a reading. Got five minutes, Dave. Five minutes to do a reading. Let's pick someone quick. I just pick. realized that. Go ahead, pick. Let's do it. Let me see. Michelle's gone. Um, we did Nicole last week. Is Brenda still here by any chance? Who do you feel, Dave? Do you want to, do you want to pick them or um, I, she's never, I've never seen her comments. Yeah, before. We, can, we can do Debbie. Okay. You do Debbie. I know Debbie too, but let me grab a deck. We'll pull some cards quickly. Let's yeah, that's what I'm going to do Debbie because I know Debbie, I'm but I'm going to grab a deck. So I'm going to grab one over here. Oh, all right. Go ahead. You can go first, Dave. You got about less than five minutes. Good thing I remembered. You're too in depth. Goodness gracious. Gotcha. I pulled um, a card for you. Da, 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 da. And I actually have it in my dragon cards and I haven't used them for a while. And when I said Debbie, this is the one that pulled up, um, which is so funny because it looks a lot like your hair nowadays, doesn't it? Um, 
it's reddish. Isn't that? That's kind of cool. Um, anyway, the orange golden dragon, it's it's that that dragon comes in, that energy comes in because it's opening you up to the new age that's coming up. So Debbie, thank you. So you've been working on you've been working on your practices or whatever you're working on, but I feel like you have new ventures coming in because there's new skills you've learned and there's new spiritual things you do and there's new advancements that you made in spirituality that you're delving into. Some of it might seem foreign, but don't worry about the stuff that seems foreign right now. It'll become second nature because you aren't learning it, you're remembering it. Also, um, um, you're supposed to start carrying the energy of the future, which means um, you're one of those people that they said, dude, if, while you're here, take all this good crap, all this good vibes and start just bringing it forward with you. Take it with you and just keep spreading it out to everybody else. You're supposed to be a guiding light. That's a lot of what the um, orange dragon is all about. And it's not saying that you have to be a guiding light and like you have to by a billboard it's literally in your everyday everything you do um they're saying you can spread this vibration lift the uh, vibration one by one when we keep doing that by the end of one year's time do you know how many people's vibration you can lift up because that's what you're doing and like they said the new stuff that's coming in that you're doing uh, that you're working on you're not keep that in mind you're not learning it you're remembering it that'll make it a lot easier for you i hope that helped Okay, so Debbie, as soon as I saw this, I went, oh my God, this is so Debbie. So I used um, Keepers of the Light, I felt like, with uh, Kyle Gray today. Kyle Gray, I got that deck too. Okay, I have over 70 decks. I'm a deckaholic. I have a <laughs> <laughs> I pulled Gaia for you, and what it says on the card is Earth Connection. Um, I could put my glasses on. Good thing I put those close here because the print is so small. It says, uh, be mindful of the planet. Come back to Earth. Stay grounded. I already knew that even before I read it. And you've done so much work with spirituality, with working on your, your vibration, your purpose for why you're here i'm literally hearing from spirit for you that you need to step forward when you feel that you you're feeling that call and and that it's okay it's okay to step forward and to share what you have from i i know you also as a person too that you prefer to support people than to step into the spotlight step into the spotlight if you're feeling that call don't be afraid to do so. Continue what you're doing. I keep seeing the water, going to the water. I know you're doing that um, without even talking to you. I know you're doing it. I can see you there. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Shoes and socks off into the, the sand. Okay. Um, keep doing what you're doing. We haven't got much time left. Otherwise, I would keep going. But that's what you got. Like, as soon as I saw this, I went, oh, my God, this is so Debbie. So, um, you guys, that was our unpredictable, predictable reading that we said we would do during the show, but we got so into the conversation, we almost forgot. We literally yeah, and have one minute. So how find you. Well, how unpredictably predictable. If you would like to find me or get a reading from me, you can go to my website, theywhispertingme.com. I also have a podcast as well. It's called Mystic Stew. Uh, doing once a week. I put little short versions of that. So if you have a short attention span, it's probably perfect for you. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Spiritual Medium David Hansel. Um, and that's it. If you want to write to me because you have questions, it's David at theywhispertingme.com. Alrighty. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. Any show ideas, guest suggestions. Jane, we saw it. I'm going to read it just before we go. 
Also, uh, two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal, Angel Rocker Tribe for many of the spiritual concepts. Also, don't forget to tune into the Angel Rock on Monday night, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week, we have Katrina Cooper. And we're going to be doing a show on just what you asked for, Jane. Uh, you could have a whole show on animals and animal communication. What a great show. Thank you for your feedback. David and I, though, I'm sure, I'm sure he will be very open to it, to doing a show on that. Thank I love you animals. For being Share this with everybody, people, um, please. The more people we have here, the merrier, right, Dave? That's right. And and the, and, the, and the weirder we can get. The better. It's the not better. weird. No. <laughs> Anybody Anyways, watching right now, if you're listening, enjoy your journey, you guys. All right. Well, you guys, remember what's at the foot of your bed. Be sure you can share it with us next week. Doesn't have to be scary, whatever it may be. Love to both uh, everybody out there. Jane said, love you both. And all Thank the you, participants, Jane. we feel the same way. See you next week. Same space, same time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.